0: Welcome to the CWDW Near Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 miles to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John the Near. All right. Well, today we're going to do things a little bit different. Every once in a while we do an episode like this, where we don't necessarily have a hard subject to cover. And mainly the reason for that is we're going to do a shorter podcast today. The last podcast was really long for us, but this one, we are just going to use our John's week at the park segment to kind of go into the discussion, uh, become our discussion, so to speak. And part of that is because John did something really cool at the beginning of the week and uh, something that I've been looking forward to uh, hearing about uh, on this podcast. Uh, and John, I got to tell you, all week I've been excited to, to hear your take on this very subject that we're going to cover today. And uh, so you want to talk a little bit about how your week started at the parks, because I, I think a lot of people are going to be excited to hear your take on this.
1: Yeah, sure. After... After last week's uh, podcast, I'm sure I mentioned that I was able to score a, a passholder preview for the new VelociCoaster at Universal Studios Islands of Adventure, and so I had a 9:30, a 9:30 um, uh, pass there, or no, between 9 and 9:30. But anyway, I got up very early, probably around four or something. I didn't have to, but I was a little Excited, and I haven't been to the parks in the morning for a long time. And I was actually kind of glad that I did. I, I I ended up getting there around 7:40 maybe, and I got into the parks, and there was a huge line already of heading towards uh, Jurassic Park area. And I asked the the team member there, you know, what is that line for? Because they they have a lot of people lately holding up signs that say ask me questions you know like if you have any questions so i find that really nice like that was perfect somebody whose job it is to answer questions and anyway i asked and he goes oh that's just the people waiting for basically the rope drop and i said well i have a a premiere annual pass so does that mean i can go in now and he said oh yeah go to the left and we'll check your pass and i was like all right thanks now if I didn't have that guy to talk to, I probably would have just waited and sat around being confused because I don't I don't like to walk right up to the front of all these people and be like, Well, I I should get in, you know, but apparently I should because Premier Pass gets in one hour early and I know it was only like eight minutes by then. He goes, Well, they're gonna let him in any minute but in theme park world, eight minutes is a long time to get ahead mm-hmm. of that crowd. So I went in and uh I I went on, uh, what did I on Skull Island, the Raid of Kong ride. I did that because that one tends to get crowded. And first thing, I literally walked right through the whole queue and walked right on and rode the whole thing. So, and I was gonna do Jurassic River Adventure too, but by the time I got close to the front of the line, it was only about a minute. I noticed um, they have a bunch of screens inside the control booth that you can see from the queue. I noticed the team member whose job it is to watch the people was, I guess since it's first thing in the morning, she was right on that. She was staring at all of it. And I'm like, Mm. I'm not going to be able to record anything on here without getting yelled at. And then I'm going to wreck the ride for other people. And I know I'm not just going to ride it and not try. My phone's coming out and I'm going to be trying to record. (laughs) I just can't (laughs) help myself. I know it's going to happen. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to skip this and head over to. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you can see, like, you know how when you get to your job, you're kind of fresh in the morning. You know, you're ready to go. This this girl was really staring at the video monitors. watching all these people and i'm like oh yeah she's gonna yell at me so,
0: are, are you saying like if it would have been later in the day and maybe a little bit tired it might have sometimes they're away.
1: understaffed sometimes they're bored sometimes they're on lunch sometimes they've been working 10 hours and you just don't care anymore <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> oh yeah, another jerk trying to record i keep waiting for them to let go of that part because like they did it in uh et that they, they used to not let you record that they don't care at all now you could have your phone out right as you're leaving the station they don't say a word so they kind of got over that and again i wish there was like some kind of pass or something because if i uh you know if i was i already did record a lot of jurassic Jur- jurassic park river adventure i never got the whole thing because they will yell at you but i got a lot of clips and uh, again I, I would only ever put up things that make it look good. I wouldn't put the whole video up. And I wouldn't, if, if something didn't look good, like an animatronic was malfunctioning, I wouldn't put that up. And so everyone can go, look how crappy it is. You know, it's like, but I guess enough people would. But again, I wish there was some kind of past for people like me that's like, all right, this guy does positive videos to help promote Universal. Let him, let him do it, you know. He's not going to put anything up going, oh, look, a dinosaur's broke. Let's laugh at it, you know. I just don't do that kind of thing. So, But anyway, uh, I went over to uh, the new Velocicoaster area then. And it's right back by Hogwarts Castle. So it's kind of towards the back of Jurassic Park. Um, It's kind of connected to the Discovery Center, that building you can see right across the lagoon there when you look out when you first come into the park. And uh, yeah, Velocicoaster itself is visible from everywhere in the park basically so anyway uh oh yeah we got to uh i i ran into uh mr paging mr morrow there Mm -hmm. and uh i got a selfie with him i've met him before but i always think to myself i always see selfies up and i'm like man i would need to just do a couple of these because everybody else gets them you know and i I mean, I've met these people many times. So. Anyway, I got a selfie with him. I just put it in my story, so it came and went already. But and then I also met uh, uh, Rick and Nikki from Rick's Flicks. So oh, cool. He's he's always really nice too. But they they get so inundated at U- Universal that they kind of have a mechanical process of it. I was like, hey, I love your stuff, and she's like, oh, that's so sweet. And I'll be before I know it rick is standing behind me she's next to me they snap a selfie and they're like awesome thanks talk to you later and i'm like they basically went through (laughs) their thing and i'm like man these guys really have to be on top of things like that it's like they don't even ask they don't even say anything they're 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 just like let's process this because we really need to get keep moving (laughs) yeah anyway i they're super nice. Though. I always do like running into them. Always, always so nice and polite. And he seems to be one of those uh, YouTubers that really is grateful that he can do it because I think he's like my age. He's not a young guy. I you think know, he
0: so. is. They they seem to be really nice people. I, I'm sure they they're a joy to run into. I, I, I they they definitely seem authentic, you know, and all that that type
1: of yeah. thing. So anyway, I did. I I always try not to you know, to, I don't, I don't get too pushy or anything Just say hi or whatever. I did a- ask them if it was a fan thing or not, but I mean, not a fan thing, a media, a media, uh, pass. Like I said, did you, did you just get lucky or did Universal invite you to the first? Cause this was the first preview of the first pass holder thing you know and they both said that no they just got it they didn't get yeah. anything and yeah, i think I there know. was something later but oh, it was later there day.
0: okay i was gonna ask you is there anything that you know of that that they're doing because it, it seems like disney and universal were both uh you know, and during this whole COVID time, like they've really structured back a lot of this stuff. Like, and my understanding is Tim Tracker doesn't even get invited to a lot of stuff anymore. There's a lot of people that don't get a lot of invites. Like, I, I think there are a few weird things that Disney does, but there hasn't been, like, even the uh, Ratatouille media, they did like a sort of a little media thing for a few select media outlets, but they were like big media. They weren't, you know, I was gonna
1: say Creators. Uh, I'm sure Disney's well with their new key, I'm sure they're including every all the people, aren't they, brother?
0: <laughs> don't you think? I, I mean don't really know.
1: I their
0: don't new know. key
1: tells them don't don't discriminate or exclude some media outlets. Like and small fake other small, ones.
0: Small creators. Oh yeah, like I they, forgot they do yeah.
1: exclude popularity, size, money, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, never mind. They're very they're a very exclusive place
0: That's they right. include that you know what i mean me. i know I mean, yeah. when
1: it's convenient they include That's but then yeah. most of the time they exclude well, them but they're, suppose, but they're yeah. perfect yeah, everything they do that. i think is great so, well, anyway but yeah so universal it was nice that morning and uh it was great to be there early and stuff and you know it the crowds were thickening up quick though and so I went over. I talked to a couple of the uh, YouTube celebrities that were around, and not not as a uh, just as a fan. Obviously, they don't know who I am, and that's that's a fine thing. Although, paging Mr. Morrow does follow one of my accounts. But anyway, uh, oh yeah, as a side note, uh, my very small uh, merchant account that we made up for recently, and I have to mention it because. Uh, I hate people that brag, but I have to brag. Neil Patrick Harris is actually following me on my merchant account. I only have 150 followers, but one of them is actually him, you know. And we actually messaged him once because I don't want to be... We just said, you know, let us know if there's anything you need. Like, that would be awesome. And, you know, he just in in his response he even used the word bravo you know how he does yeah. that and all the time in his shows <clears throat> and whatever you know he said oh i i, re- I really like such and such and such and such bravo great job guys you know and i'm like i i just thought that was really cool that i don't know how the heck he found us or anything he doesn't follow anything else he doesn't really comment or anything but it really is him and he followed us anyway i i thought that was awesome it doesn't really do anything for me it isn't like you know a million people followed me because he did it's like no nah, yeah. nothing happened but to actually know that somebody that famous actually saw your stuff your pictures your posts like it's pretty awesome it's cool anyway back to universal i uh yeah so i got in line around 8:50 maybe and i was pretty close to the lines out front so uh you know th- we they waited till about nine you had to show your your email and your pass and your id to make sure it was you um then from there they let us in uh, the front area is beautiful i'm sure you've seen i was one of the first people to put it up but the part where the big uh, uh the uh it comes down the big hi hat tower and it Mm -hmm. goes by and goes upside down right over the area of where the people are. And it's just a really cool spot. And, you know, that did really well in my social media. But so anyway, I did some recording. The music is cool. There's lots of noises around. The queue is really nice. It's, uh, uh, you know, they have like, uh, you know, it, it, they, they make it look like you're in the movie from Jurassic world. And re- re- remember the theme park that was in the first one. That's what mm-hmm. they make it feel like. Like it's just another attraction at Jurassic World. And it, the, uh, I guess the storyline is that they're allowing you to go on a ride with live raptors in the enclosure you get to go into the enclosure with live raptors so they're basically saying yeah what could go wrong this should be great <laughs> you know it's gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> and they even have the little dna guy in the queue like mr dna or whatever it is who's like a character in the jurassic world park in the movies. so again just a really cool cool thing and nice lighting effects they had uh, animatronics in the line in the line for the uh, raptors like they have the little things they put their head in i'm sure you've seen where they shake around and stuff and make yeah. noise they have very long movies in the queue too that show like the doctor from the movie discussing how they create dinosaurs and what they're trying to do and this and that and they a lot of great stuff like you can tell uh, that universal owns the ip because they got all the stars and stuff to do it so they can make it exactly like the movie and uh, what else is it they 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 allow you to take your phone all the way through right up until the last almost the last part of the queue and that's where they do the lockers and the lockers are unique somehow they move or they flip or something so you you're you you go to the other side of your locker when you come back it's like a two-sided locker so you put it in on one side but you get it out out of the other and again i think they've really put a lot of thought into that too because nobody wants to be sitting in a queue especially a long one without their phone like imagine if you're sitting there for an hour not being able to communicate with your family who may not be there just being bored in general wanting to it's like Making people stand there without their phone is just a uh, not a great idea. Although in this day and age, it probably helps people a little bit. But anyway, so that allows you to take more pictures and videos of the queue. is a good thing. And uh, but before you get to the last part, you do have to put uh, uh, put everything in a locker and uh that includes loose change and everything because this thing goes upside down a lot and it mm. goes upside down where people are and so they don't want anything flying out of your pockets so they make you go through a metal detector and they're very strict i wore my glasses and you know they make you keep the mask on but that's about that's about it for that one and uh the ride itself was uh, really good, but here's another little complaint that I I know what a surprise I found something to complain about. And, uh, <laughs> I I I wanted I figured I was fairly up front, like one of the first people, not the first, but probably like the first like, twenty or thirty people in the line, and I was like, oh good, I got to the front. I was next in line, and I said, can I wait for the front? And I saw there was probably about two groups waiting for the front. And the team member said, uh, oh, the front is is full. You you can do six or 11. And I was like, all right, I, I guess 11 then. Like, I, I just, I, I, I took that as no, you can't wait for the front because I asked. And so anyway, I looked at everybody else's videos and I'm like, oh, uh, paging Mr. Morrow was behind me. He got the front. Uh, rick's flicks was way behind me he got the front i think rick's flicks rode the front and then he rode the back and then he rode whatever he wanted and i'm like and i asked too because members had told me be, before that they'll let you do it that they let the team members do it once if it wasn't real bad. And i asked that too i got to the end and i'm like am i allowed to ride it again and they said oh no you gotta go go through here and then i went out front it wasn't even 9 30 yet and i asked someone out front i was like would I be allowed to go through one more time? They were like, nope. And I'm like, all right. And again, that, that's fine. But I know that's not for everybody. I I feel like I just have that compliant look. It's like, if you're going to tell no to any anybody, this guy will take it. <laughs> 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 He's harmless. Just tell him no. That'll be a good. You can't let everybody in. But anyway, I was a little sad that I really wanted the front row. And I was willing to wait because I was so close already to the first group of people that i'm like it it won't be but five minutes no matter what i do and they basically said nah that's full you need to six or eleven hmm. so anyway that that was weird so the ride itself though was really good it's uh it's it's extremely smooth from what i thought at least um, there's a lot going on I would say that it's uh, a lot of people want to know, like, how extreme is it? And they want to compare it to Hagrid's or compare it to the Hulk or the mummy. And I would say that it's closer to the mummy, but add inversions to it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not as intense as the Hulk. The Hulk makes me feel loopy when I get off. Um, Hagrid's doesn't. I didn't feel loopy when I got off this, although it did go upside down. But it's not the kind of upside down where you go in a big loop. And All the g-forces pull the blood from your head as you do these big loops. There was none like that They tend to do the spinning loops now as they go up. They kind of spiral you out and uh, I think my favorite part was that hi-hat It is so smooth you go up fast and you kind of pause at the top like you don't pause but you go very slow over the top where you have a moment to look around and see everything And then you go back down again, and uh, really, really, really well done. So smooth. And then when you get to the bottom, that's where it takes you upside down over the part of the queue there. So that's it. And again, those upside downs, I don't mind when they're quick. But there was one towards the end that's near the water.
0: Yeah, that's a hard line roll.
1: That I did not care for. I felt like they hold you upside down over the water long enough that i can feel myself falling out of the seat and the only thing stopping me is the the leg restraint and i'm sure that's not the case but it it just concerned me a little bit like um you know because i there there is something above you i guess but the only thing touching you is pushed down over your legs and again when i felt My whole self pulling downward right there. I was like, man, if anything went wrong, this I'm just getting dumped right here and getting, you know, spiraled into the lake, I guess. So, uh, uh, again, I'm sure that won't happen or whatever, but most things like think of like a rock and roller coaster or something, it goes upside down, but gravity holds you in. You could even have your bag on, it's not going to fall out. This ride, if you had a bag with you, it would dump it right into that lake there if you were holding on to yeah. it literally so that i never liked about when coasters do that kind of thing it doesn't mean i won't go on it just personally i like to have the feeling of if something went wrong i'd still be fine i'll just hold on you only flip up for a second i'll be good no matter what i don't feel like this is one of those for me this isn't on my list of uh, yeah you could ride it even if a the thing malfunctioned. You'd be right, and I guess I think about that a lot because when I was a te- uh, no, I was probably like I think I was a teenager, but maybe like twelve or thirteen. I was at Great Adventure once, and uh, you know I, I was with my mom and her friend, and I don't know if I ever told this story, but I, we were we did we did the double loop thing. It sends you on a loop, and then you go backwards on a loop again, and you stop, and that's where you get on and off. It's one of those really abbreviated loop coasters. Well, they went through and checked everybody, and I randomly pushed up on my harness, and it just went right up and down, and they had the thumbs up, and they were going to send it, and my mom started screaming, like, oh, no, 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 it's like it's not, And, and basically, as far as I know, I'm like, well... I gotta hold on here. It's like one way or another. This this thing isn't holding me in. So I basically just held on with all my might and stuff. And then by the time it came back, I checked it and it was locked. So it probably was fine. But they checked all, all the seats. They had the thumbs up to go. And I literally pushed it up and I'm like, oh crap, this thing's not locked. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm just a kid, but all I could do, I I was still logical enough to know screaming's not going to help you all you can do is hold on and see what happens there's nothing left to do here you know that's that's all you can do so like i said i it probably worked you know it made me it always gave me that extra fear of coasters not that i've never not gone on one but i do when they hold me upside down and i can feel the mechanical thing is the only thing holding me in i just tend to not like that it's like hmm i'm i'm sure there's redundancies and everything else and it's a
0: stupid there, fear there is there there's it's not a stupid fear at all it's actually designed to in, in this particular coaster and in rip ride rocket from what i understand there's design features that um are designed to make you kind of fear fear that type of thing but um the reality is that if that mechanism doesn't lock in place, uh, I guess the way they're designed, and I've read this about Rip Ride Rocket specifically, so I imagine they're all like this. If it doesn't lock in place, like let's say you're a bigger person like me, and you can't fit your whole fat body into that ride, it and, and it won't pop down and lock in place, it will not move. Like the whole mechanism with the failsafe is designed not to move. Now that's not to say that those things don't have the potential to fail, but Man, their inspection regimen is really strict on those things. Oh, yeah. so. I,
1: I have no reason to ever to doubt them at <laughs> all. Like great, I said, Great it's,
0: Adventure it's... might be a little bit different as far as <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they... I mean
1: Great Adventure. There's people that have been maimed and killed there many times. So I guess it happens there, but at yeah. Universal, not that no one's ever been hurt there, but they're, a brand new ride is going to be so. Uh, like I said, the safety precautions that they use are over. Yeah, don't don't take that as a fear not to go on it. But yeah, I was going to say people have asked about it, and I feel like it's uh, it's like a, a it's like uh, Hagrid's, but you go upside down. If like that's what it feels like. It's not. Again, the 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 G forces are pretty good, but it's not like the Hulk. The Hulk is just so extreme that pulls you and pulls you like it's it's not like that and uh it's it's a lot of fun there's a lot of uh raptors around and stuff and i mean i didn't see any moving so i think they're all just static uh, statues and whatnot of uh, of the raptors and i was told by people who uh, worked there that part of the budget that got cut at the end and i'm sure because of covid stuff or whatever they just they didn't have as much money they were, they were probably looking for ways to save money across you know how corporations do that they're probably like yeah. we need everyone to cut five percent find a way i think they were at the at the end of the ride they were supposed to have uh raptor animatronics you're supposed to go through one more building where you would see raptors mo- mo- moving around in there looking at you and they just cut that at the end, I guess, is what they said. That they had to make a, a little bit of cuts, and that's what they cut at the ends.
0: Sounds like it was good enough without all that, though. Anyhow, I mean, oh, yeah, the, I the response has been widely positive on this thing.
1: Yeah, I got off it, and like I said, it was great. I look forward to writing it again, and it's another super awesome, extremely well-themed uh brand new coaster at Islands of Adventure. Now they have Hagrid's and Velocicoaster. I mean, that is an impressive lineup for one park. To the two of the newest, most advanced coasters around. And like Hag- Hagrid's too. It's not just the coaster. Um I, I don't I I'm sure you probably know it, but it has the drop element. Yeah. Where you and I always forget about that too, honestly. I just thought of it now. Like when you're on that, I tend to forget it's going to happen and all of a sudden boom the whole track drops. It's like those are some advanced well-done coasters, both of them. And uh, yeah, very impressed with with Universal's rides lately.
0: Yeah, they they've done that in a period of what? 2 or 3 years, open two well, you know, well-received like grade A you know, attraction roller coasters in one park in like what, two or three, three years or whatever well, it's been.
1: This kind of leads into the other stuff I wanted to talk about too. And this isn't exactly the the topic, but, um, basically the rest of my day there, like I, uh, I, 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 I decided that, you know, I got up so early, I was getting tired, whatever. I wanted to go over to, uh, Uh, the regular park the universal studios side and i'm like i'm just gonna go and ride et and i'm probably gonna head out then because you know i've got up so early and it's i've um i don't want to be there that long anyway i got it i decided to take the train because it said 25 minutes and lately when it says 25 minutes eh, that's probably like almost a walk-on well i ended up in the uh Hogwarts Express train thing And I was probably there for about an hour Which I Mm. absolutely wouldn't have done But the problem was Universal has been so crowded lately If you leave the park You may not get back in So uh, it and, and I don't know. I should have checked to see if they had the internal crossover down by Cat in the Head open. That would have been the smarter thing. But anyway, I did eventually make it over there. And uh, I did ride ET. And it's still awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. Anyway, I left then. And on my way out, um, the entire security area was completely inundated with people just everywhere. The entire walkways were filled. It was unbelievably crowded. And this was around noon, and I think the parks are probably already at capacity. And my point is, Universal has been so darn popular lately. Like you would not believe the lines, and even on weekdays and stuff, it's weirdly crowded. And I've been, I've lived here for three or four years now, and uh, Universal has always been not as crowded as it's just not gonna be and even around like holidays and stuff disney would be unbearable universal you can negotiate it and if you went on a weekday it's probably not going to be that bad and stuff man i think that the people have really uh, like universal has a lot of new fans because it looks more crowded than it ever did to me and like like i said I never had a problem, as long as it's not, not a holiday. You can always go on a weekend, middle of the day, whatever. It's crowded in the morning and stuff. Just go at an off time, you'll be fine. It, th- this was what I would have considered an off time. You can't even get through security. Just masses of people in a giant just cluster trying to get through security. And I'm like, Universal is doing really well. And I'm pretty sure that that's why Epic universe is put back on the table they may have used this opportunity to kind of not bypass disney but close that gap just a little bit mm-hmm. more I, I know i talk about that a lot and you know uh, uh, part of all with all disney's new changes and stuff like i uh walt had that quote about he doesn't want people to see the outside world and that, this and that well now now that that's out the window you know U- universal and disney are definitely the gap is closing slowly it's closing with experience and it's closing with popularity and the locals are beginning to like universal a lot just because while disney locked them out and said you can't come to our park you can't buy a pass whatever universal saying yes it's for sale we love our pass holders whatever you guys want like so again they're they're winning the hearts and minds of a lot of the locals yeah, I I really do think that's an awesome thing, and they seem to be the first too. They were the first to open when they could, you know. Like I forget they when when did they open in June sometime or even yeah. May for I think it City was May. Walk, and then yeah. June they opened City Walk was the first big thing to open down here again, you know. Like literally, they did it as quick as they could, and then they were the first to open the theme parks too, and they did it before Disney and. And now, um, just this past week, I we, we saw it was announced on like, I don't remember the days exactly. It was announced like on a Wednesday or Thursday. By the following morning, temperature checks are gone. And they changed the three foot spacing. And they did that overnight one night. They made an announcement. Next day, it's done. And my daughter works at Volcano Bay. And she she said with the new stickers, she's like, that's just a regular line. They don't even yeah. need stickers for that. And uh, I can tell you, no, no, nobody cares about those stickers anyway, and they haven't for a while, especially at U- Universal. At Disney, sometimes they care about them, but at Universal, people are just there. Uh, no one really cares about any of that stuff. They still do tell you about your masks here and there, but um, that's what I wanted to men- mention too. Um, I was talking to you earlier, and You know, I walk around the parks a lot, like all the parks, and I'm usually not in conversation. I'm not eating. I'm not distracted. I'm literally just walking through. And, Uh, Like at Universal, they used to have uh, team members all over holding up signs about complying and wearing your mask properly and stuff. They've been gone for weeks. So literally, I think they gave up on that a long time ago. And I was mentioning too, at Walt Disney World, it was the same thing. This has been a few weeks now. It's kind of subtle. At first, I just thought to myself, I haven't heard the arguments anymore. Like I used to hear a lot of, uh, a lot of a uh, cast member scolding guest, you know, said excuse me, sir, put your mask up, excuse me, mask up, mask, mask, like you'd hear it everywhere. I hear it almost not at all all of a sudden at Disney over the past, like, probably like three weeks. And like I said, it was subtle enough that I really didn't notice it at first. And Disney, too, doesn't have the people walking around like they did the compliance people, that their only job is to yell at people for not complying the social... Uh, distancing stuff. So again, and and then Disney announced that they got rid of the hand washing stations, and uh, you know I and now uh, beginning next week they're going to stop with the temperature check thing too. So they're they're a little bit slower, but I almost feel like once they got California okay, yeah, they they were yeah. like now we're not as worried about it. You know, like they just seem like they got a lot more lenient and yeah based on what i saw at universal um either covid's gonna kill everybody in florida or it wasn't as bad as everyone said it was so that's your two options because you you know just the lines they literally cannot stop these people they're on top of each other just piled up everywhere like, Universal has been unbearably crowded. Like, I feel like it's more crowded than it normally is, so I don't know what percentage they're using, but, e- e- yeah, the, the the fact that everybody's stuck in security on top of each other is not a way to, uh, you know, that that's not, not what we're lo- looking for, but... Anyway, I just thought that was interesting the way it's been going. And again, Disney's been the same. Uh, not as bad, though. Disney's still, right now, Disney has been less crowded because they still have their reservation system and all that.
0: Well, without getting into a whole, you know, science and politics discussion or anything, I do want to say there's no evidence and there has been no scientific study to, that proved that there is any kind of spread of covid in outdoor situations so you know
1: yeah yeah and in florida if if sunlight does kill it it sure is sunny then i don't know but again i don't believe in so i don't care what i i believe (laughs) in what my leaders tell me
0: without question <laughs> well, I—I I mean, it, there is something to be said, Don't though. Don't question authority. I, I, I right? Isn't that
1: you're gonna get, get my rock,
0: right? uh, yeah. I was gonna say you're gonna get my my punk rock going again.
1: Rage Against the Machine. I heard that recently. I said f you. I'm gonna do what you tell me. It's like <laughs> that's the new that's the new punk rock. Yes, sir. I will do what you tell me.
0: Well, like I'm more <laughs> old school punk rock, but I I do follow. You know, I do follow the rules when I'm on my private property and stuff, and and in my own store here and all that stuff. So, just you know, and and I'm not. You know, I'm not making a statement about anything, but I, I will say that science has shown recently a couple studies. There are some things indoors that there there's some studying indoors that do show that some certain things happen indoors. Facebook fact checkers. That's false. Like,
1: yeah, false. I know.
0: <laughs> but, Sorry. you know, proper ventilation. Proper ventilation Ah, has everything to do with, with, uh, with a lot of it. And, uh, and, and they are, I mean, the scientific studies are still advocating, you know, mask wearing, so I'm not going to make a statement on that, but I will say that the outdoors thing has always seemed to be a little bit over the top, you know, and the six foot distancing and according to the scientific studies that I've read really don't make a lot of difference. So
1: yeah well in florida it really doesn't make any difference because enforcement of it would require such massive amounts of uh, employees to enforce everything properly that it's basically a free-for-all around every corner and that's it all of them so again you know either we're either you're we're right or wrong and uh yeah, that's, I, like I said, I have no real opinion. I, I, the government thinks for me, so I'm good. Whatever they say, I'm good. But I don't believe you, though, Mike. You're a liar. <laughs> yeah. Facebook does, doesn't think you're right, so I, I, I believe Facebook too. They wouldn't lie to me.
0: Well, that's because they, they'll fact check me and correct me anyhow. So,
1: oh, yeah. But anyway, it, it's definitely getting back to normal out there. Not normal, but so much closer. Um, Florida is the south so there's huge parts of Florida where they don't care about a mask at all they'll give you a dirty look if you wear one but central Florida is not that place so not not where I live again it's getting back to normal and we shall see although they're hoping to come up with some new strains get us back onto some lockdowns or something but I don't know We'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, I don't think. I think pretty much everyone roundabout, like the majority of people anyhow, no matter what your political stripe or whatever is to the point where, you know, I mean, we've got the vaccinations. <laughs> we got all this other stuff going on. And the numbers are definitely coming down. The CDC is now saying that July, we should basically see a massive massive drop in numbers so their statistical models are are they're actually looking at statistical models now finally and they're telling them that uh, uh this thing is we're we're in the uh on, on the right side of this thing right now. so um, let's let's hope this trend continues. Let's hope that uh, we can emerge out of this uh, these lockdowns and start to get back to business again because uh, yeah. I, I, my understanding is Disney's hiring or opening the college program back up, uh, which means a couple things to me, um, they're they're planning to get back to business. A lot sooner than a lot of people think you know back to a more full operation and honestly i could definitely see by the end of summer that this um maybe this mask thing becomes a little bit more lenient um in a lot of the situations probably it'll it'll be incremental at first it'll probably start with just outdoors but if you go into indoors you got to put it on or something like that you know yeah
1: uh, only the government really knows I can't you shouldn't speculate <laughs> well, that's true
0: <laughs> 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 so did you did you have any other adventures besides oh I do want to ask before we get on to that though I did want to say as far as um, like the, the way the seat felt and everything. Like I've seen a couple of videos of that Velocicoaster where there's been kind of mixed reviews for heavier people and, um, uh, you know, on, on the Velocicoaster and stuff and being, being a guy that's going to have to like squeeze all my fat into that seat. Uh, you know, and I'm, you know, I've, I've, they tell you a 40 waist, if you're above a 40 waist, it's going to be uncomfortable for you. Um, I know a few people that were above that that got on it. Like, I think, you know, I'm not going to mention any uh, the specific YouTubers or anything, but, I mean, there's been some heavier set YouTubers that have been able to get on it that seem to not have a problem. So, what, what's your opinion on that, John?
1: No, I, I think that's a, it's one of Universal's better coasters for that, too. Like, they've had some problems in the past where, you know, it, there's people that I would not even consider, you know, that they wouldn't be able to ride something that I've seen them not be able to ride and just surprised, like, my goodness, I really didn't think that. But in this case, I've seen a lot of people, there's pe- people saying I'm six 320 pounds, and I'm fit fine. And, you know, uh, again, I know you won't say it, but he had it right in his video and stuff paging mr morrow sat in that thing and showed everybody how it fits with him and he fit in it just fine and everybody seems to fit and you know he's 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 a pretty big guy like overall he's now for for me it doesn't matter i'm i'm very i'm I'm like five seven so even if i gain weight I can't get to like a 40 inch when you're as short as me, you don't really get to that. It's really hard. (laughs) So yeah. So for me, it's very, it's fine. But I've seen a lot of people and I've seen a lot of videos and it seems to be mostly positive. Like people were actually surprised that they could fit into it. And that seat is right out front. So, you know, go have it. go give, give it a try. The cast members are there and they're great. They also have been helping a lot of kids that were scared. To go on it you know like the cast member would put him in the seat and talk to him about it and stuff and how it works so yeah they've been doing a good job of uh interacting with the public out there
0: that's great i i've seen a lot of these videos i saw um some of your footage that i did not put up on youtube yet just because of um, the nature of the video um, it, it, it my software wouldn't take it i have to take another step to fix the video on my end but um some great video of uh of the coaster itself and of some of the features of the coaster and it just looks exciting smooth i i mean i can't even tell you how excited i am to get on that thing um very very much looking forward to it if i i'm pretty sure i've been losing weight and i'm pretty sure that uh, i'll be able to get into this coaster but even if i can't just to watch that coaster and just to uh, experience the queue and everything would be good for me to be honest with you and i really want to ride it don't get me wrong but i'm just saying i'm not going to like it's not going to ruin my vacation if i can't get on it
1: yeah, it's it's a beautiful decoration, honestly. So like, it's just that nice. Like you see it there, and it's just beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I was gonna mention something else. Oh, it it the exit for it too. You can go through the uh, the Jurassic Park Discovery Center, which I always love. That that's the one where they have the dinosaurs inside the play area, and they basically made that into a gift shop. And it's a nice gift gift shop, too, because if you wait in line a long time and you get through it, it's a great place to go in and cool down afterwards, you know. It's a it's a very uh, – I always liked it in there, so I was glad they're using it for something.
0: Very, very cool. I, I really I, – I'm looking forward to it. I always thought looking at the amount of attractions and stuff or lack thereof in that land that they really should have done more with it, and now it looks like they've – They've legitimately made that a, a good, you know, a good representation of the IP there. So I always
1: thought that, too, because it's literally a, 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 you know, it's one of their best properties. And then they're going around paying other people for licenses when they have. It's like if you have Jurassic Park yeah. under your belt, it's like you don't.
0: So much they could have done yeah, there. Just, and I just always
1: keep thought, going man. with that. And I think they're finally starting to get that, you know? Yeah. Like, Harry Potter is great and everybody loves it. But this new generation, too, I think now it took a long time to, but now they. Don't the younger people love Jurassic park as much as the older people did. Cause I think I was just a teenager when it came out and I remember thinking it was the coolest movie ever. looks like real dinosaurs. They did such a good job and this and that, like I was like, that is just so great. So again, it, you know, it's like uh, 30 years later and it's still good and then younger kids still think it's awesome and they like it And I mean add Chris Pratt in there. It's like everybody and yeah, by the way Chris Pratt is in the video just before you get on the ride, which is why you can't see it now Here's another thing and I actually have these I feel stupid now but I saw a couple of uh, videos that people showed me that were on TikTok of ride footage So apparently you can take on glasses that have a camera built into them. I actually have a pair of those that were sitting on my shelf. They were like a gift like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they can record in 1080p. It's actually not even that bad for how old they are. They actually worked. And I'm like, so you're telling me I could have put these glasses on and recorded it. And I'm
0: like, man
1: then now i don't know when i'll get back again but i might actually try that or look into buying a better pair because yeah. if i can take glasses on these uh coasters hey i'll do what i gotta do that's fine i'll buy a pair of them. like if that's my way to do mm-hmm. it you know like that would be really
0: cool I saw that there were videos out there, and I wondered how they got away with that. I, I was going to ask you how, how you thought they got away with that. Now that Matt makes perfect sense that that's how they did it has to be that. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, that, that's something.
1: But yeah, if I would have known that, like I said, that's I don't buy a lot of stuff for myself too. I would have looked into that and said you know as long as it's reasonable uh that's the kind of thing i would love just just to see that then that would be so cool so i'm gonna look into that further um because that would give me a rip ride rocket possibly a hulk possibly a lot of these uh even even the rides like uh, jurassic park river adventure hey i don't think they're going to can do much about the little circle in the middle of my glasses,
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> so, they yeah, probably I think wouldn't even that notice
0: would, that would really help a lot. That's a great idea. Somebody has to, you know, again, yeah, that's that's got to be how they do it, how they get away with it. Did, did you do anything else this week, John? Did you go to any other parks? Yes, do other yes
1: I did. Um, on Tuesday, I went to Animal Kingdom and I went there with my daughter because we haven't. She she hasn't been in a while. I've been, but and uh, we went we rode Dinosaur, which is her favorite ride at Animal Kingdom, and then we rode Everest. I believe, yeah, we rode Everest because you know with the COVID lines, like with the reduced capacity in the parks everest is always a walk on because it was it's such an easy ride to put people through like they run it so efficiently it's like train unload train load train unload it never stops so that's such a good ride now with reduced capacity but after that like we you know that's what we o- always do uh, my daughter looked at her app and she said uh, cali is only five minutes it says and i'm like It was 96 degrees on Tuesday. I think it was the hottest day of the year so far in Florida. Uh And I thought to myself, yeah, I would love to ride that. I haven't ridden it in years because I usually don't like to wait a long time. And the ride itself is so short. It's just not something I wait for. So anyway, we went over there and I did record the whole line and then the whole ride. So I was excited to do that. Although they did put me on with this nice family. And I always hate that because I'm like... (sighs) (laughs) but they didn't mind like that. they weren't weirded out that i was recording or anything but i try to like aim it away from them but it's a wide angle gopro it's like they're gonna be on it i just can't help it you know but again with the wide angle it makes them seem further away so they're it's not like close-up details and they have masks on you know it's just i really do try not to do that i should have stopped the cast member and said i want to record can i please get my own because it was literally empty they could have done that for me so i should have asked that's my fault but but anyway it was still a fun ride the people were super nice um i think they spoke spanish so maybe some of my spanish followers will enjoy hearing them uh, talking and having a good time too you know like they were really like i said super nice people from what i could tell and they, everybody had fun i think when we went down the big hill little kids were the ones that got, <laughs> that went got backwards <laughs> and got the splash around them uh. so it was but anyway i was glad i got to ride that then i went over to the satui canteen and got uh, my favorite uh chicken bowl with hearty salad and black bean vinaigrette don't forget to try it next time you're at the parks. It's super yep. good. Okay. So And then we headed out, so it wasn't real exciting. Um, yeah, we didn't do a lot last week. And, you know, I've been busy with work. The reservations have been hard to get, whatever, whatever. Uh, this week, I'm going tomorrow for Mother's Day. We're going to go to Topolino's Terrace at the Riviera. And first, we have to go to Animal Kingdom. I heard that the Lion King just reopened today. So maybe I'll see what the abbreviated Lion King show is like. Then we'll go eat. And then maybe, I don't know, whatever park my wife wants to go to because it's Mother's Day. And then on Tuesday, I'm going to go to Volcano Bay for a bit. We're going to take our old neighbors there and my... Uh, I took a half day off work, so I can go over there for a little bit, too, just to do Volcano Bay, which is always awesome. And then on Thursday, we have Magic Kingdom for the evening. So that'll probably be another one of those days where I get my dessert, eat with the Polynesian and all that.
0: Very nice. you got a busy week planned, man. You, you are going to the parks a lot.
1: Yeah, so. and I have, uh, I have extra... Uh, my my second job has been getting busy i'm leaving my first job so that i have now so i have to do stuff with that to be done so i can go to a different job and anyway my personal life has been extremely busy too so yeah
0: <laughs>
1: but when you live this close to my the park i always tell my wife if i don't go to the parks then i wouldn't live here i'm living like literally in the middle of tourist world like yeah. if if i'm only going to go to the parks occasionally I'm going to move a lot further away where it's a lot quieter, a lot cheaper to live, whatever, whatever. If I'm going to live within a 10-minute drive to the parks, then if I don't go to the parks, I'm torturing myself for nothing. It's not the easiest to live in the middle of all the tourists, you know?
0: Yeah, vacation land. You yeah, got so
1: it. You, without the parks, I would definitely – I would still live, live in Florida, I would say, but I would not live – this close to yeah. the biggest theme park in the world if i didn't go there often because yeah. why would you you know i
0: gotcha yeah that that you know your drive anywhere is, is probably a real adventure
1: yeah it can be it can be difficult to get anywhere so, but but yeah like i said it's worth it when you walk into uh, when you when when i get off work and i go to uh, you know say the magic kingdom and I get there by five o'clock and it's like, I was working 30 minutes ago. Now I'm at the magic kingdom. It's like that. I say, yep, it's worth it. This is great. Yeah. Just yeah. a little glimpse of being there.
0: What were the crowds like at animal kingdom when you went there? It sounds like I've been monitoring the crowds every day on, uh, on a tour on the touring plans app. And it, it really doesn't seem, it seems like they really, really ease up in the afternoon. Like there, there's only Uh, that you said five minute wait at Cali river. I've I've been saying this for a while
1: that if you're going to the parks and you have the park hopper definitely do animal kingdom as the second half park, you know, like the, I've been going there. I think I went there at seven o'clock and, uh Basically at seven o'clock or no, it closes at seven. I got there around five, maybe five thirty, and I rode Dinosaur, then I rode Everest, then I rode Cali River Rapids, then I had dinner, and we still could have gotten in line for flight of passage before we left, but we decided not to. Like it was just a long week and stuff, and we were like, yeah. Let's just not like that probably would have been only like a 30 minute wait or something would have been my guess. But anyway, we could have easily done five top rides at Animal Kingdom in two hours and had dinner. Mm. So, I mean, you just can't beat that, you know, and and at that time of day, it's such a hot park and stuff. Like when you go there, like in June or whatever, I'd recommend if you if you have Park Hopper, I'd recommend mostly doing Animal Kingdom just like go there around like three or something and stay till close. Like don't, I wouldn't open it up because with park hopping back, it's a popular one to open up. And then Epcot and magic kingdom and the others are popular to close, you know, Mm -hmm. but nobody really wants to close animal kingdom. So that's your opportunity. That's what I was going to say too. the, the Navi river adventure. That thing was like empty too. As we're walking out, I was like, it looked like a walk on. I was like, yeah, that's it, the best time to do that stuff. In the morning, there's probably a bottleneck and a long wait. Animal Kingdom, uh, Park Hop 2 there, not away from there if you want th- those small crowds. And it's been like that with a lot. For some reason, uh, I don't know, I don't have an explanation for it, but uh, Hollywood Studios has been like that more too. Like, when I go there at 5, I notice a massive amount of people leaving and as I'm going in. So, again, once you get your Rise of the Resistance done, like, I know you have to go there and plan it in the morning to even get on that. But if you go there any other time, I'd recommend doing that the second half, too, for park hopping.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the Rise of Resistance uh you know the the getting a reservation is like at this point you know i mean i i noticed they posted like a standby thing on touring plans for that and i was like there's no way they're not doing standby yet so i think if anyone else is looking at that standby um Actual wait time on touring, but I don't really believe that that's accurate, but I don't know if someone was just messing with them or or what, but um, there's no standby on Rise. It's all still virtual queue, but I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I can get my family. I mean, still people are having a heck of a time getting reservations for that We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Well, supposedly
1: it should be better, though, too. But the other thing that they improved with that is, like, you just get up at 7 o'clock and at 6.59, hit that refresh button under the queue thing, just refresh it over and over. That seems to work pretty well, and you'd, you don't need to be in the park to do it. So that's the other good thing. Yeah. And then now they say <laughs> at 1 o'clock, no matter where you are, as long as you went to the park first, you can try it again. Mm -hmm. so if you decide to go back to the hotel and you don't know you can try it again if you get it then you can go back there if you don't you can go somewhere else you know so that's nice too that you don't have to stay there till one yeah so
0: Uh, that's what i'll do so anything else you wanted to talk about your week at the parks i think man that that velocicoaster I'm, i'm so glad you got to ride that man i just wanted to
1: Oh, yeah, me too. I, I and again, just... I know I complained about a few things, but overall, Disney or uh, Universal is so nice to deal with. I know sometimes they have problems, too, but, um, you know, like Disney, they never gave Passholders Rise of the Resistance or anything else. At least I don't think they did. Did they? I no, don't I don't remember. think they did. Anyway, Disney's nowhere near as nice to their pass holders as getting them on things and making sure they get to do stuff and whatnot. So I am grateful for that. It doesn't always work out perfect, but overall they definitely try to make it a point that their pass holders are important to them. Yeah, that's that's
0: great. They do a good job and they're getting a lot they're doing a lot better. They definitely need to open that uh, that new park up man, as soon as they can, because I think the flood of people that are going to start going to universal over the next couple of years are going to necessitate that third gate. So, or fourth gate, as it may be, if you count volcano Bay, which they do, they consider volcano Bay, their third gate. So I could see them build more hotels, John. I could see them with this park, build more hotels and trying to buy up more land to potentially build more stuff, you know. So, um definitely uh I think this generation is a lot more friendly and universal than what the the previous generations have been and Universal is answering the call with things like Velocicoaster and Hagrid's and everything that they're putting together there. Man, I can't wait. It's been all these years um I've been going to Disney, I've been going to Central Florida. I've wanted to get To Universal, and this is the first year I'm finally going to get there. Finally, talked my family into going there, and and you know I I can't wait to experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think they're going in the right direction, and I just like the way that they're willing to be first, do things, and and I know that's not popular with everybody. There's going to be a lot of people that say, oh, they should keep the distancing, keep the temperature checks, but there's also people who told them you know, when Dr. Zeus stuff got banned, that they need to look into getting rid of parts of the Zeus landing. And it looks to me like they said, yeah, I think we're good. And yeah. and yeah. again, Universal, <laughs> I would consider to be a genuine, inclusive place, meaning back when Disney was afraid to take a stand on anything, Universal was like, we love is universal. We support yeah. our gay and lesbian or LGBTQ, whatever it is, people. And I I liked it even then. I'm 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 like, they just quietly put out merchandise. They didn't have to make a, a thing about, look how great we are. We did something, let's clap first. They li- literally just did it. And they always were like that. When you go there, there is such diverse groups there. And there always was more so than Disney ever used to have. So again, Universal doesn't need to jump on the woke bandwagon because they've always been within that wheelhouse anyway. They've, they've yep. always been for everybody. So
0: and It's not
1: anything new for them.
0: I can really back up what you're saying from an internal standpoint as my sister uh, is in, let's just say she's in a high-up position or at least used to be uh, with Comcast, the owner of Universal. They actually have... Uh, And have, for many, many years, have groups of employees that gather in these little um, uh, inclusion-type meetings and and committees, and they talk amongst each other. Imagine that, John. They talk amongst each other. They're Mm. different races, different creeds, different sexual orientations, and they have conversations about different things that they can do as a company to serve those communities and and you know what I bet you didn't know that John and most people probably don't know that you can you can guess that most large corporations have things like that but the fact that they actually do things and things actually come out of those meetings and committees that that lead to a more inclusive environment so but yeah I think that if you if you spend your time talking about things that you're doing, then you're, you're, it's a marketing effort, not necessarily a true effort. I, yeah. I, think I don't universal. Like it makes me
1: feel like it's not genuine. And like yeah. I said, I always felt that way I, at universal. I feel like I would always see such diversity and so many different types of everybody. And again, at Disney too, but to a lesser extent, you know, like, uh, and again it's because of the pricing and stuff. Maybe did Disney did feel like they were doing something wrong cuz they outpriced so many people that it just looks like uh, there was a huge percentage of like the well wealthy white people and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute. It's like, but their prices only went up." So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, they if haven't that's changed. That's the
1: case. But again, Universal has mud- many more affordable plans and it's just easier to go there. They don't they they have many passes available at different levels and chances are you can afford one. Everybody can afford one. And again, that's not a inclusive well, that is. That's financially inclusive, which that's true inclusive, you know. They're not yeah. saying you're not re- you're not well wealthy enough to come here. That's that's a discrimination none of us can get away from.
0: <laughs> you yeah. either have money or you don't. So. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, John. So what happened on your social media this week?
1: Well, I have been disappointed for a long time with my social media now. I think uh, I've been at 18,300-something on my Universal for weeks now, no matter. I mean, I have good posts that get, you know, well over a 1,000 likes and a lot of the coasters but the growth just is not there. Like, I'm not getting new follows on there, and on my... Uh, cwdw wdw one it's about it's the same thing and i i looked at a few popular people just to see how they were doing and one of them i like to look at and again i'm not comparing myself to him but the uh, disney nuts i always like him because he's he's not affiliated with anybody he's not an official anything he's just an awesome guy who does really good pictures and has a big following and Even some of his more recent ones, I looked and, you know, he's had like 1,500 likes, 1,200 likes. This guy has well over 200,000 followers. So, and then I looked like a month back, I I scrolled down and he was getting 5,000, 6,000, that kind of thing. And again, it's not all of them, but I feel like his, the people who see his went down a lot too, because I basically feel like, the people who see my stuff is down by about 75% over what over what it was when i was doing better meaning even the people that follow me are not really seeing a lot of this stuff and i i did a few tests like i did like uh, Cinderella castle and stuff and usually anything with the castle gets big numbers and stuff and this took days just to break a thousand and you know and i think my uh, What was it? My, my star tours. Well, it's up to 915. But that's not terrible. But for for the first like day, it was only like 500, which is kind of like, very little. So I, I feel like what's been happening lately. And again, some people won't care about this. But if you have a social media account, you might be interested. People are getting to see my stuff. But it's taking a while. There's like literally a delay, like, I used to get put something up and it would be like within like an hour, I'm going to have 400, 500 likes. It's going to get shared, whatever, whatever. Now it takes days and days to get to that. And I noticed, and th- this is Facebook, but I got a thing that popped up yesterday. That's it was from Lou, Lou Mangello. And it said, I'm going live tonight at 7:30 and it only had 36 likes, which that's Lou Mangello. Like everybody loves him. And it was from two days ago. I'm like, this is mm. the first I've seen it. He's popping up two days ago on live. I'm like, whatever Facebook is doing, it's not very helpful because uh, Lou Mangello basically reached nobody to say that he was going live. And again, they they are not. Uh, Lou Mangello is universally liked by everybody. By TV outlets, by Disney, by everybody, and rightfully so. No, nobody's out to get him or stop him in any way. I think they're just doing some crappy things with the algorithms lately, and I don't know why or what. But although I can say I posted a, a Splash Mountain clip um, 21 hours ago, and that's up to 20,000 views somehow.
0: Wow! And.
1: Hmm. 3,556 likes, and it reached 53,000 people. That, That one was allowed to go through and go for some reason. But again, I don't know what the difference is between that and, you know, I did Walking Through the Castle, which is a great one, too. Like, I always loved it. Literally walking through Cinderella Castle practically by myself with the music and walking in the fantasy land. That got 5,000 and only 12,000 people saw it. You know, like that's it, only got 5,000 views and 1,200 likes. And again, I don't understand the difference. The only thing is, maybe Splash Mountain has some controversy to it. Does do you think that uh, so social media pushes stuff that creates a little bit of a ruckus here and there? Like they they like that, they they like the the static of it i don't know
0: absolutely the the um the more controversial a subject is the more views the more eyes the more polarizing it is and that's exactly what it is i believe
1: well that's good although i don't want to turn into the splash mountain channel so i literally i post splash mountain stuff you know every week two weeks something like that i'll, I'll throw something up and from my most recent ride on it but i i just find that odd that yeah, that you have to do that, you know. But I don't know. Social media is so so uh, confusing to me. The way they're making it worse and worse.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how the algorithms work. I, I think the algorithms on Facebook are definitely broken. Something's not working right. I, I will say, on the flip side, though, your YouTube channel is starting to pick up a little bit of steam and you're really close to a thousand this point uh the saturday before mother's day um you're two subscribers away from that magic thousand mark where you know some cool things can start happening um what do you think that is going on with youtube that more people are uh are subscribing yeah
1: i honestly don't know the answer to that either i feel like all of a sudden youtube after doing this for so long is actually putting our stuff where people can find it. Maybe it comes up in searches now because I feel like before it was kind of invisible overall, like no matter what we did, it, just, it really didn't matter. You weren't going to be seen. And uh, maybe they're trying to push more. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're trying to do the opposite where they're just ha- having stuff that's not controversial on there, you know, like that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing about your your YouTube videos are definitely a good representation of what you do, and that it uh, uh, maybe a little bit longer form videos, but not too long. And they, there's no opinions. There's no. It's just uh, you know excitement and uh, building excitement, and you know yeah, a representation of rides and experiences in the parks. So I, I don't know. Maybe the time has come for the this YouTube thing for that this this type of content
1: yeah yeah that's what they always say when one clo- one door closes the other one opens so maybe uh as, as the other ones stagnate a little bit maybe you youtube will start to grow a little bit and i guess that's why it's good to have your have your stuff all over the place even yeah. in tiktok maybe that guy's account maybe. will grow more as mine shrinks <laughs> on instagram <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> I I I just start plugging him I and mean, please go and follow him on TikTok. Yeah. If, if you want to see my stuff. Was... <laughs> it would be uh, a funny running joke.
0: Yeah, start. it would be.
1: <laughs> be
0: cool. All right, John, you got anything else to cover on social media?
1: Nah, I think that's about my my veloci stuff did pretty good since i was among the first to have it but yeah but yeah it's it's struggling along not growing. although I, I i did take a look at a couple other accounts too and i did see other people actually shrinking so yeah. again the fact that i'm not going backwards is pretty good like i'm still winning the fight again just i'm struggling through
0: yeah i mean that's the i guess uh and this environment and the way things are. And I think that maybe part of it is that these social media uh, giants are trying to find their way in this environment, too, a little bit. You know, uh, they, they're definitely under a lot of heat from customers from you know from governments all across the world and stuff like that and the the algorithms and the ais that they use and stuff is pretty controversial right now so i don't know maybe they're trying to find their way in some way shape or form yeah
1: i don't know you but know, so. like i said i'll keep going
0: yeah all right well john speaking of social media where can they find you online
1: They can find me at
0: c.wdw
1: on Instagram and Facebook, c.uo on Instagram, c.wdw on um, YouTube. And I think we are at 998 subscribers, so
0: we're very close. Yeah, by the time uh, this podcast probably gets posted, I imagine we'll be over that 1,000 and and we'll be talking with YouTube about some different options for us so yeah hey, you can find me online at the giant rat on instagram that's t-h-e-e not a lot of content as i always say on there yet but uh there's a trip coming up in june so there will be some stuff posted i guess i just need to learn your mojo on instagram john i just it's always like a like a chore for me for some reason i don't know why
1: yeah i don't know why i just kind of got used to it too again i don't get paid to do it but it does take a lot of time and effort um that's the problem too like tomorrow going with my wife she gets frustrated if i do too much like you know i'm always doing something and so it's like she's like i don't know when i can talk (laughs) her. i'm like yeah i know it can be annoying so that's why if i can engage her with the live thing and get her to have fun with it then that'll change it from Annoying to a little bit of fun at least you know. well on that YouTube
0: to. thing man that YouTube thing. she might have more fun They're a little more interactive. I think on YouTube, you know, they they and they are an Instagram too, though your Instagram uh, Live streams really it, get a lot of interaction.
1: It's hit and miss though Like I feel like it depends on the time and the content like sometimes I go on and it goes up and then it shrinks to like nobody and, like, like, with that uh, Tower of Terror one, that did really well. Like, people were really engaged and enjoyed yeah. it. And it could be because of the time, too. It was eight o'clock at night. Maybe a lot of people were, you know, in for the evening and looking at their phone, or who knows.
0: Yeah. Well, the Runaway Railway one did good, too. So, yeah.
1: I just thought when I get too um, into any individual thing, because I noticed. Live streaming got really popular too it's like everybody's like we're live yes. stream live stream and it's like once that ha- once that happens then which one do you go to or do you just ignore all of them and I think that's what's gonna happen but so I'm trying to keep that slow and steady too you won't see a constant right. live stream for me but if I am at the parks and I can do it for a little bit or a cool ride or something, I'll make an effort you know like it'll it should be good but I won't inundate you with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know it's probably interaction too. Seeing what the interactions like is going to help too. So you know, I imagine if uh, on YouTube you get a little more interaction, maybe you have some people doing the super chat thing. That might be something you yeah say, super oh, chat. Gonna if super you want me chat, to go right. to a
1: line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, John. So I guess we'll wrap it up there, uh, everyone. I hope you come back next week again. We will be probably at that thousand subscriber mark on YouTube, I encourage you all to go uh, check the channel out and give us a like and subscribe there. And uh, so that'll do it for this week. Stay safe on your adventures.